Welcome back to another episode of Interview You. This is your host, Lewis Shine. And hey, I have another special guest on the show today. But first, want to shout out my supporters and my partners, um, Dr. Dish. They make some of the most amazing shooting machines on the planet. And to check out the products that they provide, please visit them at drdishbasketball.com. That's drdishbasketball.com. And for your auto, home, life, and financial needs, please visit David Roberts State Farm, 419-420-7700 or at agentdavidroberts.com. All right. Hey, everybody. I have a special guest on the show today. Um, known him for a few years, met him back when I, I coached college basketball um, and just uh, been a, a great person, a great resource, um, you know, mentor in a lot of ways. I remember times I've stopped by his office just to talk to him about things and even got a few workouts with him in here from time to time. But just a great guy. I've been wanting to get him on the show. And um, now I have him. So without further ado, i like to welcome to the show, Mr. Harry Stinson. How's it going, man? Oh, man, everything is good, man. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, no problem, man. I'm uh, excited to have you on just to talk a little bit. I know you got your hands full with a lot of things, man. And, you know, um, especially with COVID going on and just trying to juggle things, you know, as an athletic director, man, I want to start off the show a little bit talking about that, man. How How is your day-to-day, you know, right now with kind of everything going on and, you know, having to make some decisions and school coming back or you know, just all those kind of things. What is it like for you right now? Oh, man, it is hectic. It is something that, you know, I've never imagined would, would be like. Uh, it's, it's truly one of those things that it, it takes a strong leader to understand that, you know, you're not in control. And, you know, once you get an understanding of that and, and once you get an understanding of there is no going back to normal, and that you should move forward, you'll be in a better place. So it's just trying to figure out, okay, what what's our next avenue? What's our new way to engage? What's our new way to impact? And, and not thinking about, okay, I can't wait for this to be over so we can go back to, you know, there is no going back to. Uh, the, the world has changed. It's been flipped upside down. And, you know, now it's just a matter of just trying to figure out what's our next step? How do we manage that? and um, trying to figure out a way to to impact our students to continue to create the championship culture. Yeah, and it's uh, it's just, like you said, man, it's different. I mean, this is something I, I can't think of anything with, on my 40 years on being on the planet that has been close to this magnitude, you know, and happening, man. I mean, you know, and, and even with your family, I know, you know, newly married, congratulations. And, Thank you. I appreciate um, it. You know, no problem. You know, just personally, man, how, how has it been, you know, just staying in communication maybe with your family that's, that's around you, that's far, like just kind of how has that been, you know, maybe just checking on how people are and everything like that? You know, the one thing that COVID has really done is really set folks down and gave you a reason to value those little things like spending time, face-to-face interaction, um, you know, going back and playing those games that you played when you was a, a kid with just, you know, you're, you're stuck in the house. So, you know, you're playing yeah. Monopoly, you're, you're playing chess. Uh, you know, I, I, I had an opportunity to be able to teach my then fiance and now wife uh, how to play chess. She had never played it before. And that's one of the games that uh, me and my father uh, played for a long time. So getting a chance to just teach her and show her and, and she has a, a 
strategizing mind. So it was like she gravitated real quick to it. And, and you know, just getting <laughs> back to understanding uh, the, the the subtle pleasantries of life um, and, and, you know, calling family, checking in on them. You know, when, when you get a visit or when you throw something on the grill and somebody stops by, it's, um, you know, it's, it's welcome. So it's, it's getting back to um, where we should be, which is that connectivity of, of people, family, friends, and, and just enjoying life and not being so concerned about the hustle and bustle and, and this next project and everything else. You know, because at the end of the day, every plan that I created on Monday by Friday, that's been torn up three times and started on something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you're just trying to roll with the punches, take advantage of the time that you have and, um, you know, do the things that you can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, right now you're the athletic director at Lincoln University. You know, I met you, you know, back at Central State, where you're the associate athletic director. You know, what? where in your life, did you um, just come across like, is this, you know, a route that you always wanted to do? Or is was there a moment where you say, you know what, I want to be athletic director one day? Kind of where did that happen in your life? <laughs> oh, man. And, and first, I got to give a shout out to Lincoln University, the first HBCU to grant degrees, you know, way back in 1854. Uh, you know, I posted on social media to, to give a give folks a sense of things, you know, Juneteenth happened 11 years after Lincoln started granting degrees to black folks. And, and wow. so to, you know, to have folks and can, on campus in 1854, 1855, 1856, with nobody to go home to that, that mm. is just like you, you know, there, there wasn't no summer break. I'm, I'm gonna go hang out with my family down in Mississippi. No, you're not going to Mississippi. <laughs> you'll be enslaved again. So, yeah. Um, you know, just just giving a shout out to Lincoln and, and having an opportunity to be at Lincoln has been a, a great pleasure. But, uh, you know, just thinking about my past, man, it is something that kind of manifested uh, early on. I wanted to be a, a GM or a president of a uh, of an NBA or NFL franchise. I wanted to be in the professional ranks. Uh, and I actually started as as an athletic trainer. Uh, you know, that's what I got my degree in exercise science and kinesiology. So studying the body and understanding how the body works uh, in exercise. But, um, you know, it has been a, a great journey that has opened my eyes to, you know, the business side of, of, of athletics when I got an opportunity to go work for AAU and, and um, you know, Shout out to my guy, James Parker. He's now in, in Virginia, but he was the director of sports for AAU and kind of schooled me the game. Him and, and Bobby Dodd, uh, one of the basketball legends uh, in AAU in Memphis. And, you know, just kind of schooled me the game of, of the business of sport uh, surrounding tournaments and AAU and getting a chance to grow, grow that area um, of boys basketball. Uh, it it kind of led me to get an understanding of the business side of things. And as I went through my master's program at Georgia State and I get I got a mentor, um, Bernie Mullen, who was uh, Dr. Bernie Mullen, who was the, uh, the 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 president and CEO of the Atlanta Spirit that had just bought the Atlanta Hawks and Atlanta Thrashers. You know, you know, he took me under his wing and, and I got an opportunity to see firsthand, you know, uh, <laughs> a, a franchise being run. And, you know, he taught me so much, but, you know, I quickly understood that, 
you know, the professional ranks, it, it wasn't going to be for me. And and my my underlying thing was trying to figure out ways to impact young men and women in a way that can change their lives forever. And the best route that I was able to see was to work in collegiate sports. And, you know, started out at a, at a conference office as a sport information director, um, but understanding how my mind works and, and uh, entrepreneurship, you know, I, I quickly uh, changed sport information to communications, to to marketing, to, to sponsorships, and, and got an opportunity to work with the NFL network uh, on some on some projects. But you know, you know, God opened some doors for me, and you know, I quickly saw that the true way to impact a young person's life is to be the head of an athletic department at a, at the collegiate level because you get the chance to see them matriculate and become a young adult to an adult. And that's the biggest impact that you could have on somebody's life is those four years that they're in college um, because they're growing. They, they, you know, they're trying to figure out who they are as a person uh, and who they are as an athlete and whether or not that's going to be uh, for them and being able to help them get through life uh, at that point, because right then that's the that's almost the end of, of the of your career. So helping folks yeah. find another way, uh, like the NCAA says, you know, most folks are going pro in something other than sport. And, you know, I get to be a part of that journey. And that's the greatest fulfillment to see somebody come in as a freshman and graduate as a senior and knowing that you had some type of impact on, on them and, and seeing them be successful. So, you know, that that has been my journey. That has been, you know, I went from the SIAC conference office uh, where I worked my way up to be the, the interim commissioner to working at Kentucky State University and worked my way up to be the, the interim athletic director, uh, made a switch and went to Central State, the arch rival of Kentucky State. And um, <laughs> that was a whirlwind in itself. But, you know, being there only 18 months and being able to make a true impact on, on Central State and, and where they are, uh, where they were going, uh, you know, got a chance to meet you and, and, and work with you and uh, work out with you. And, and, you know, I need you to come on back, man. I'm getting uh, I need to get <laughs> back on. Uh, you know, that's been that was fun. And, and now the opportunity to be the athletic director and put all the plans and projects and everything into action. Uh, it's been a fast three years, have accomplished so much um, professionally and personally. And, you know, you know, all I can say is God has been good. He's really ordered my steps, put me in position, put me around some great people that can help, that has helped me and, and hopefully I've helped them uh, along the way. And, uh, you know, it's been excellent, especially being at Lincoln and being able to do it with one of the oldest institutions, but has one of the youngest sets of of, of traditions. So it's been uh, it's been excellent, excellent ride. That's good stuff right there, man. It's a, a quite a journey, man. And I, you know, I applaud you for, you know, and thank God for you know just you know where you came thus far. And I know you got many many years to go and many many blessings and things ahead. But man, that's quite a journey so far. Um, and this may not be a fair question, but what, you know, you probably have tons of stories, but, you know, you spoke about, you know, how you're able to impact the lives of young, um, young men and women through sports. What's maybe one of the memorable, um, you know, as a coach, I'll say this as a coach, 
it's nothing like seeing players come back, you know, players that have went on to be successful, whether it's through pro hoops, whether it's through another profession, but they come back and they either say thank you or they let you know what they're doing or they even speak to those that are around. Like, you know, those were my favorite story, you know, stories that when those kind of things happen for you, what's maybe one of your memorable stories where you've been able to impact somebody, but you've seen that thing come full circle. Um, and it, and, that, and it meant a lot to you when it happened. Oh man, it is my favorite story, period. So I'm at Kentucky State and, uh, you know, golf has become a passion for me at this time. Um, I, I learned the game late in life. I was in my mid twenties when I learned, started learning golf, but was able to introduce the golf championship when I was at the SIAC and then, you know, end up at Kentucky State. And now I'm the sports supervisor for golf. But, uh, you know, sad story, the the coach at the time, he passes away abruptly. And, you know, we're looking around and who's going to be the coach. And, you know, I said, you know, I'll step up. I'll do it. You know, I love golf. You know, it gives me a chance to, you know, still play an impact. But I take over in a time where he didn't get a chance to recruit at all. And um, here I am trying to put a team together in August. Um, you know, school starts in August. And what ended up happening was we had one golfer on the team, one guy that played golf, I should say. Um, I, I end up walking the halls and talking to some folks and uh, end up at a driving range and find another student that played golf. And he was uh, coming to find out he was pretty good. He had transferred from uh, the, the uh, University of Kentucky and was finishing up his degree. He was an older gentleman, but uh, he was finishing up his degree at, at uh, Kentucky State. And I had four guys that, you know, I, I had been mentoring a little bit. One was the basketball manager. One was a basketball player who didn't have the grades in the fall semester, tried to play in the spring. Coach was like, nah, uh, you know, we're on a roll right now. So you need to wait till next year. So he came on. We had a the point guard had too many concussions from basketball. So he was like, I still want to do something. So he came over to golf and uh, just a walk on student. So here I am with a ragtag team and <laughs> we were the laughing stock. But, you know, I, I was able to introduce the game of golf to four young black males that probably didn't know <laughs> what a golf club was uh, before mm -hmm. that. And then the next year, we win the golf championship, go to the NCAA tournament, the first team out of the SIC to go to the golf tournament. And um, But that, that first year, man, they took some lumps. And, you know, golf tournaments are typically about two days long, maybe three, you know, not like the pros who play four days if you make it that long. Um, you know, advancing, but, you know, typically two days. Day one, first couple of holes, they're a laughing stop. But by the end of the day two, they're, they're having fun. The other teams are trying to teach and show. And, you know, the guys have just had a good time. And, and mm -hmm. that fostered us to have a, you know, I was able to recruit the next year and get some guys that, that played golf and added them to the, to the bunch. And, man, we had so much fun went through so many different experiences, but, you know, at the end of the day, it led us to have a conference championship, go to the NCAA, 
And now one is a PGA professional. Another is a golf coach at another college. Um, you know, and the other two are just, you know, still playing the game just for fun. So, you know, to take that opportunity and be able to showcase and introduce a game that not many young black males are in and introduce them to that sport, man, that 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 is the most impactful thing that, that has happened in my career. Wow. Oh, man, that, that's powerful. And to, and to now they're, you know, couple of them you said are in that field now golf pro golf coach yeah that had never been introduced to it oh, right. wow that's that's <laughs> that, that's <laughs> right that's imagine, amazing. imagine a guy that that has never played golf before he's six foot five six foot six out there trying to play golf uh it was hilarious oh, wow. but at the same time that's one of the coaches now and uh he man he's a great guy man what now i, I have to take it over here a little bit because what you just said meant a lot to me. What what would you say to young people out here that are listening to this podcast that, you know, sometimes you're afraid to venture into different areas to learn, you know, or just don't want to do it because you're 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 kind of stuck in what you're doing. Like, what would you say to encourage them to to just break those chains of just that familiarity to 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 allow themselves to open up into an area that that might open up another arena in their life? Uh, everything has a connection point and whatever you do, your whole job is to find things to do and then connect the dots and, and, and do it in a way that makes you feel great. So, you know, you do that in school, you, you're learning, you're trying to figure things out, but you find a way to, uh, you know, you find a way to make it relate to you. So, I did that with my career. When I went from sport information director to marketing, to communications, to sponsorships, all those things were connected, but led me into my career goal. So, you know, I put my hand in a whole bunch of different hats, but I found a way to connect all of them. All of them was a way for me to entertain and engage and, and uh, connect folks to, um, to sport and to expose folks to HBCUs. So, uh, which which has always been a passion for me. So, um, you know, doing that same thing, you know, going out, trying to figure out how that thing relates to you. The guys that I was working with, they figured out how to interact with people, engage, um, and then utilize the game of golf. And then they started using basketball strategies to help them understand how better to play golf. So they had different visions. They had different vantage points. So find a way to connect the dots. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. As long as you have a way to connect the dots, you'll be totally fine. And it'll open up another door that would have never been opened up to you because somebody is going to see that light in you and push that and push you forward in, into ways you, you would have never known. Yeah, that's really good, man. I, you know, um, in my life, I, you know, you, you, you come, you come up and they're like, man, just play basketball, you know? <laughs> and I was like, let me reach out to some other stuff, man. So I, I was happy that, you know, even in my life, I've reached out to, you know, play other sports, soccer and those things. Of course, when you get to college, you kind of narrow it down, but yeah, you know that when you, when you point that thing out, man, it just means a lot to me because, you know, I, I had those people in my life that pushed me to do different things, to 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 be a part of 
the National Honor Society coming out of high school and just different things that it may seem like that may not be for you or it might not be your lane, but man, go do it because it opens up a different side of you that you didn't even know that was in you. Right. And it's like, whoa, like, I like that, you know, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, going out of the country and, you know, I've been on a mission trip to Africa, just different things that I wouldn't probably wouldn't have done, you know, South America. And it's like when you go around different things and different cultures and you see how different people live and you have different experiences, it just, it just has a way of opening you up and, and, and making you see life different. And so, yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's a really awesome story that you told about the, the young man. That that that's amazing, man. I, I won't forget that one. I won't, I'm gonna tell that one a couple times over too. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, when you're able to impact somebody's life and, and it comes back for it's it's so much rewarding uh to to see how it impacts their life. So, you know, I, I just been blessed with that opportunity. So I continue to kind of shed that light and, and don't put that under a bushel at all, you know. Uh, yes, sir. It's a lifelong sport, yeah. golf, golf. So I push everybody to yes, play sir. golf. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I I fell in love with it about a year ago, man. Yeah. I, so it, it's it's <laughs> something that you, you got to go do, man. Uh, I never knew I never knew what it was like. I always heard people say, "Oh, man, you got to go do it." You know, it's great networking, yeah. which I found that out too. And mm -hmm. it's just one of those kind of things, man. It just happens. So. Um, well, man, let's shift gears a little bit, man. You know, you recently, you know, had an honor where you were um, appointed to the uh, D2 um, Management Council. Yes. Um, yes. I know that was a big thing for you, man. So kind of talk a little bit about that and, and why that means so much to you. So so the, the Management Council, the way that the NCAA works is they have different groupings that kind of push and, and, and create the legislation uh, and, and vote on it. So it's the President's Council. Everybody talks about the NCAA this, the NCAA that. That happens because of the NCAA is only enforcing what we as institutions create. So when we talk about, you know, the NCAA should do this, well, we made the rule, they just enforcing it, or they put it in the manual for us to, to live up to. So, you know, if we don't like the rule, it's up to us to change it. And I'm a part of that management council. It's the president's council and then the management council uh, that helps create that legislation for folks, for institutions to vote on or to implement or to strategize on how to best run the NCAA. So being able to be one, a black male on this, to be two from an HBCU and be on this committee, um, it is uh, you know, a, a true testament to being in the room that that impacts uh, our division in the NCAA, so it it has been one of one of my career goals to be a part of the management council because I know how important it is, and I want to make sure that we have the voice heard of not only black um, males and, and black individuals, but also those from the HBCU because you know we get slighted a lot from you know folks not understanding the 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 things that we have to go through in order to just manage and, and have the resources to be successful. And when we are successful, it just means even that much more because of the obstacles that we've had to uh, turn into opportunities um, that, that led, led to championships. So 
It's been, uh, you know, it has been great. I've been on NCA committees. I'm on several different task force. Um, I, I just rolled off of being the chair of the committee on infractions, which, you know, basically uh, manages all the NCA infractions that, that go on. You know, it comes in front of my committee and, and then we kind of legislate the penalties uh, that anybody goes under. So uh, it is. It has been a, a tremendous journey, and I'm looking forward to the opportunity to be on that committee, serve, listen, and, and lead. Man, that, that's that's amazing, man. I congratulate you on that, man, especially, you know, what you're saying. That's been a goal, you know, and you, you met that goal. You know, it's, yeah. I guess, kind of different from something that's just kind of – I know you mentioned earlier how something can just, like, you know – uh kind of manifest you know but yeah. the fact that this was one of your things that you wanted um you know that, that that's powerful right there man and you know i'll say this too man i know that as long as i've known you i know you've been a man of faith and um you know you're 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 always uh not ashamed of that part what what has that what role has that played in your life and, and just these different steps that you're taking uh, with the council and just your your career and now you're married like what what has that meant for you, man, as far as being grounded in your faith? Well, I, I, all I can say is this, and it's a coin, it's a phrase that my dad taught me a long time ago. God prepares, then he promotes. But it only happens if you pray and you fulfill the promise upon your life. So I, I, that's all I've been trying to do is, is I have an idea, I pray about it, you know, ask God to order my steps to fulfill that goal, prepare myself so that when the time is right, because God plays chess, he doesn't play his checkers. So he, he's going to move you around to get you into a position to be where you need to be. Long as you're doing the work on yourself to be ready when the time comes and he says, move, you can move. So you can become a pawn and then, you know, all of a sudden become a rook and then become a, a queen. And then, you know, you know, you embody the object of the game. So I, um, you know, my faith that has, has led me, you know, I don't push it on anybody, but I definitely let them know that I'm, I'm a man of, of, of God um, and, and that, you know, he's going to order my steps. So, you know, I, I pray about everything and, um, you know, it, you know, I, I've just been blessed that, you know, there's been some opportunities for me uh, to fulfill that, those prayers. Uh, but I know he's not done with me yet. I know, he, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I still uh, need to accomplish and should accomplish and want to accomplish. But, you know, whatever way he leads me is, is the way that I'm going to go. So uh, yes, sir. faith is led that way. Yeah, man, that, that's really good stuff, man. It's amazing, you know, and I, and you know, I've always, uh, you know, watched you and, you know, I appreciate the fact that you've been somebody that even at Central, I could hop in and talk to you about things and, and give you a call even now if I got a question or just, you know, need a little wisdom nugget in a different place, man. I appreciate that about you, man. And, um, you know, even as we, we turn this corner to wind down, you know, we have, you know, many people listening to this. I'm talking about, you know, you got administrative type people, you got coaches, you got players, you know, um, what has been, you know, the key for you, whether that's whether that's a few keys, whether that's a, a scripture or maybe it's something that you've gotten along the way, something that you just really try to live your life by that you can leave with our listeners today that they can take with them and say, hey, you know what? 
I'm gonna use that principle right there to kind of walk mm-hmm. out my days. Like, what's something that you kind of always coined your life by, or something that you always went by that helps you out right now? So, um, that it is not a, a lost fact that I am a man of Omega Sci-Fi, and there's a lot of poems that I learned when I was online pledging, whatever you want to call it, that I still turn to to this day. And two of the program, two of the poems, If by uh, Rudyard Kipling and, and See It Through uh, by Edgar A. Guest, those are poems that I turn to, uh, and Evictus too, but uh, those are poems that I turn to that just make so much sense when you're going through different things. And, and the favorite part of, of If is just the start of it. If I can keep my head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it all on you. When you can trust yourself, when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubtings too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or be lied about, don't deal in lies or be hated. Don't give way to hating and yet not look too good nor talk too wise. Man, you know, that you know, you're going to face that all the time, especially if you try to lead. You know, people want to make excuses about the things that's going on and look to you. Um, and, and even though they have some stripes, they're going to turn to you and, and, and point out your stripes, um, although they have stripes. So, you know, you keeping keeping your head when all about you are losing theirs and they're going to blame it all on you. Like you see that all the time. So, you know, I, I, I turn to those poems. I turn to uh, my mentors and my friends and understanding that. You're not meant to do this thing alone. Nobody can, you know. So reaching back on my on, on, on those values that I have, talking to folks like my father, talking to folks that's my like my mentors and, and talking to friends and make sure that as you elevate, you make sure that your circle are the people that's at the same level as you because they will have an understanding of the things that you're going through. If you're an assistant coach, you should have a lot of other assistant coaches and head coaches too. But when you ascend to head coach, your circle has to move to head coach because your assistant coaches, friends aren't going to understand all of the things that you're going to go through as a head coach. You move to be an administrator, same thing. You know, you move to the pro level. You don't have a lot of pro coaches with all of their inner circle AAU coaches. You just don't. Because of the fact that the things that you're going through are going to be on two different levels. When you're a married man, you're not going to, you should not have a whole bunch of single friends because you're, the things that you're going through as a married man are going to be totally different from somebody who's single. So not saying that you cut everybody off, but the people that you go to advice needs to be a part of that same level and mindset of being able to think at that same level. So having the right mentors, having the right friends, having the right circle and having other things like God and and your values to lean back on, those are going to be the things that's going to lead you to be successful in life and in everything that you do. Yeah, man, that's, that's a mic drop, man. Mic drop. That's, that's (laughs) awesome, man. But it's, 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 it's key, man. You know, um, you know, even though the word, the Bible talks about, you know, um, he who hangs with wise men shall be wise. Companion fools shall be destroyed, man. Just 
putting yourself around those people, man, that, like you said, can lean back on um, the mentors and, and this just circle. That's, that's amazing stuff, man. And um, I would be amiss if I wouldn't give you an opportunity with me being a newlywed myself, man. You know, what has, you know, most recently you um, getting married, man, to your, your wife and, you know, what does that mean for you, man? I, I know what it's meant for me, you know, that partner, that person to be there, come home to, um, that best friend, man, for you, man, and, you know, all the things you've done, your accomplishment, you know, where does where does this fit in for your life? What does it mean to you to have that person next to you, man? Oh, man, it means everything. It means stability. It means that, that true value of understanding, um, love and respect and uplift. You know, there's somebody that you can come home to and be truly vulnerable to or you should be truly vulnerable to. And they're going to tell you the good and the bad and the ugly and, and patch you back up, put you back together and get you ready to send you back out to conquer another day. So it's yeah. it's been great, man. I, I, I married my best friend. I married uh, the woman of my dreams. We both prayed for each other um, yeah. and did the work. You know, we've been through a whole bunch of, of mess through our lives, but it all led to us being at the right place at the right time. And, you know, we both were 40 when we got married. Well, when we got engaged, she, she, she's a little bit older than me, like about four or five months. But, um, yeah. so, you know, she turned 41 like a month before the wedding, but, um, you know, it, it's still, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm a teenager, man, just, just in love with her the way I am. So, um, yeah, it, it's great. It's great. Man, that's good, man. Congratulations on that, man. It's just great to hear, man. And, you know, I'm so happy for you, man. And, you know, once again, man, I really appreciate you, you know, taking time, you know, newlywed, but you took time to come on the show, man. And, you know, AD, you know, dealing with all kinds of decisions right now. And, you know, we in August, you know, so I know it's getting hot, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's wide, you know, but. You know, yeah. the decisions are being made. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where it all leads us and hopefully we'll we'll play something this year. But if not, I think my golf game might get a little bit better because I might have some down. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> right, man. But yeah, man, thank you so much for taking this time, man. And thanks for letting me interview you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And it's been my pleasure to be on your show. Oh, man, no problem. And before we go too, man. You know, if anybody wants to connect with you over social media, you know, can you drop your your handle? You know, um, yeah, yeah. I know I, I'm I'm connecting on Twitter, but it, your Twitter or whatever else you might want to drop. What are those? So Twitter is H Stinson I I I H Stinson the third. Um, you know, Instagram is uh, Mister underscore T Stins T S T I N Z. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Harry uh, Trey Stinson. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm on LinkedIn uh, under Harry Stinson. Um, you can all my contact information is on my um, website www.lulions.com. Um, so you know, I, I, I'm one that if you send me a message, I'm definitely gonna reach back. And if you want to connect, feel free. Um, DM me. We'll 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 figure out a time to talk and wrap it up. But um, you know, I'm always open and available. And um, those who seek, you know, really get an opportunity to uh, engage. So don't be afraid. Sounds good, man. Hey, everybody, make sure you connect with Harry Stinson. Great guy. Amazing guy. Man of God. 
you know, he he's he, he's done a lot of things, still a lot of things to do in his life, of course, but he, he's doing some amazing things even now and so grateful to connect with him. So make sure you go ahead and connect with him if you like to and um, look him up on social media or check him out on his website. For your auto, home, life, and financial needs, please visit David Roberts State Farm, 419-420-7700 or at agentdavidroberts.com. And hey, for you, you all out there that are, um, in the market for a new shooting machine um, with Dr. Dish. They make some of the most amazing shooting machines on the planet. And for a limited time offer um, for mentioning the interview, you podcast, you can receive $300 off of the CT, the all-star or the rebel model of the shooting machine. So make sure you go and check them out at drdishbasketball.com. Well, Hey everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Interview You. We'll see you on the next episode.